is it. We are rolling. This, we're doing it for real now. This is episode 356 of No Laugh Track Podcast. We're at Acme. It's their podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the host. I am here with Mark Normand, his Hello. second time here on the podcast. You got that right. Now, do they make you do this? Do you want to do this? What the hell are we doing? Does this <laughs> help with tickets? What, what What's the purpose here? Is this for you? Is it for them? Am I drunk? Who's gay? What's going on? Which one do you want me to answer first? No, the uh, it's this is the clubs. They asked me years ago to uh-huh. host. So it's to sell those last couple tickets we haven't sold yet. Oh, all right. So it just goes out right away. And, Darn right. And you think people listen. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to sound cunty. I mean, like, people hear it. Yes. Great. It, it exists. It's out there. People come to the club. Okay. Yeah. And do you enjoy this? I love it. Oh, great! All right. Well, it's uh, am I giving everybody it a, wins. Am I, is, are you picking up a vibe that I'm not? Uh, no, no, no. I just didn't know if you if they had to twist your arm or if you wanted to do it, and they knew you were a radio guy. Or I'm just, I just, I'm a ki- inquisitive douche. <laughs> it is professionally my highlight of every week. Come with, on, without a doubt. Get out Easily. of here. Oh, Easily. all right. Easily. Great. Not like not even. There's no comparison. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, I look forward to this all week. And you probably talked to some pretty funny queefs. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Mark Norman for one well, last May. We can do better than that. Uh, you've heard? Have you heard of Joe List? Yes. Very funny. Uh, tiny mouth man. Mm-hmm. He was here a month or so ago. All right. That was his first appearance. Oh, he? How did he? How did he miss the other times? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh-huh. No. Was he uh-huh. headlining here before? I believe he's time? been here a handful know. of anal. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, either way, good to be here and good to see you. Good to be back. Yeah. Hey, there we go. There we go. Did you listen back to the last appearance on the podcast like I did? I don't listen to anything I do because I not. hate all of it. I, I haven't, I've done TV I can't watch. Really? Yeah, I can't. It's too much. You just notice every uh and my, the booger and the face and the voice and the hair and the, the whole thing. Even like the last, like, uh, let's see, Fallon, like a month and a half ago? Uh, that I felt like that was one of my worst TV sets, so I definitely couldn't watch that. Oh, no. I just yeah, I didn't didn't feel right. There was no magic. I didn't connect. I, I punched You're supposed sh- to get better the more you do. Right? That's what I thought. I, I, I think I got ballsy with the material. I, I kind of went a little... I usually go, hey, I'm doing TV. Let's go mainstream. Let's, we gotta knock it out. And I was like, you know what? I've done 12 or 13 of these. Let me, let me do what I want. And I think I took a risk, and it, I think I paid the price. Hmm. Okay. I mean, tell me, what do you think? Give me an honest summation. Give it to me straight. I can take it. Here's what I. You know what? I wrote down. Let's go by this. Uh-oh. I wa- <laughs> you wrote something down. That's never good. I, well, I wrote many things down. That's All just right. To help me remember, but. Lay it um, on me. I watched it, and then, you know, sometimes there's there's comments on YouTube videos. Sure. Sometimes they're turned off. I read them all. On this case, they were on. They're, all, they're usually on for me. Okay. I like them. So you looked at some of them? Because I, they, I 99% of the ones I read, very positive. I was shocked to see that. I read them all as well and uh, even wrote some negative ones. What? And, uh, Stop. But they were pretty nice considering because i feel like the last foul i did and we're going real in the comedy baseball here is that all right did we this we do that here okay yeah i feel like the last i did i've done three tonight shows and the booker even said like we got a hole in the schedule we need a guy to come in and really knock it out i feel like the wolf i was like the cleaner you know <laughs> they, came, they they hired me to really knock it out 
Oh, you're bringing in the wolf? Yeah, they even said like we've had uh, we've had a couple white guys in a row. So you gotta be if you're gonna be another white guy, you gotta fucking murder. And I was like, oh shit, all right. So interesting. That's okay. what they they literally told me that. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Interesting. But, uh, uh-huh. There's a weird thing with white men in comedy. I don't know if you've heard that, hmm. but uh, there's a lot of us. We're a dime a dozen. But so I had that pressure. But then I've also been like, look, it's the hottest crowd. I've done it before. I got this. I've done, you know, Colbert, Corden, Conan. I got it. Right. And I kind of got fast and loose with some of the material, and I feel like it was a mistake, and I regret it. Interesting. And I, I, I've been punching the walls. So, like, so I read the comments, and one thing that was mentioned quite a bit was the little throwaway, which I'm calling it, maybe that's wrong, of what, at the end when you go, thanks, I'm Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, a million people mentioned that. Like you, did, you did five little over five minutes of material, like yeah. you know, written, practiced over and over and over again material, and then they mentioned the little. I know. Well, that's the cum guzzling douche comedy nerds that it just they they, they you know the, with comedy now there's so much comedy we're saturated with YouTube and Netflix and uh, all this shit. There's so many there's eight specials a week now that I think people any kind of Easter egg or nugget or twist. Like, if you put up the best set of all time with the most brilliant original jokes, three people would watch it. But if you put up a bomb or you get heckled, that gets a million. So I think now we just want a little something spicy. We want something different, and that's all that is. Okay. Okay. But everybody's like, why does he do that? That's different. That's weird. And they think they're the first one to catch it, you know? It's funny. If you read comments or you read tweets, I'll get the same hack tweet from every single person about my joke like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, you realize 48 guys commented that same joke about my joke? Maybe give it a look before you think you're so clever. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But that's the breaks. <laughs> have you ever have you ever searched to see if, like, when you're about to throw a joke on Twitter or something, you've ever looked like, oh, did somebody else? Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, I'll Google it. You know, I wrote a joke today that turned out to be a street joke. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and a part of me was like, all right, well, that's cool, because street jokes are usually decent jokes, because they stand the test of time. Right, right. So I was, I felt kind of good. Who pointed it out to you? Just Some guy on Twitter, and he was right. I read all that shit. I think you can, I mean, if you sift through the uh, hate-fueled cesspool that is comments and the internet, I feel like you can get some constructive stuff every now and then. I think so. Do you yeah. read other people's, like, uh, you know, other comics that you're friends with oh, or yeah. not friends with? Do you, leave the co- do you read the comments that left on their no, stuff? No, no. Every now and then I'll be like, I wonder what people thought of this yeah. uh, Joe Blow set. And I'll read the comments and I'm, you know, it's all standard shit. Look at this homo. Look at this douche. I hope he dies. He sucks. I'll, I'll kill him. I'll shoot up a school, whatever. <laughs> how are, overall, how are you uh, feeling about, like, social media these days? Well, if. Social media is like a like a b- b- big stallion. If you can tame it and ride it, it's a great thing. But if if you let that horse buck and neigh all over your asshole and take a shit on your front lawn, it can do that too. Yeah. So you got to really. That's what I always say. Like, social media is a full time job for a comic now, especially if you're not. You know, I'm not Sebastian. I'm not Rogan. I'm not Fluffy. So <laughs> every weekend, it's like back. Back to square one. Here we go. Let's sell some fucking tickets. Here, this is it. And I have to use it. And it's such a spiral of of work where you're like, all right, this Instagram video, I'll put this video up. Ooh, this video is doing pretty well. Finally, it's doing pretty well. I can take a breather. I can kick my feet up for two seconds. Uh, And then you're like, oh, wait, no. 
I got to strike while the iron's hot. It's doing well. Now I got to put more up and put more stuff. And then you're like, oh, shit, I thought I was going to take a break because it did well. But then you put up another video, and it doesn't do well. So you're like, shit, now that one's not doing well. So i got to put more up just to get more shit. And so it's just a spiral that never ends. And, uh, and it's if- helped me, so I, I, I can't knock it because it's helped. And I'm, I'm being shadow banned by Instagram right now. Yeah, what the hell is you that? You saw that? I abs- when I couldn't find you? Yeah. I'm like, is this, what What happened here? Did I, he bail on Instagram? I think I put up some inappropriate shit, and uh, I've been getting some feedback from some fellow offensive, quote-unquote, comedians, and they were like, yeah, you got rep- you got reported too many times, so they they, they got to, like, slap you on the uh, taint for a minute, and I'll, I, I hope I'll come back, but I'll tell you one thing. When you get shadow banned, you realize, oh, damn, I didn't realize how much I needed these guys. You know, like, you need Instagram. You yeah. need Twitter. You need all this shit. So, but they don't let you know. No. Interim. But I even look for my own name and it won't come up. Yeah, I'm and like, what, is he going by a different name? I, I knew. Know. I, I'm like, I, I follow Mark Norman on on Instagram. Where I, is he? It used to be M A R, and I would pop up right. first. Right, I, right. I got the blue check. Uh, I got AIDS, but yeah, <laughs> um, gone. So hopefully in a couple of weeks I'll be back. I hope, but yeah, I had a good momentum going, and then with the Rogan stuff and all that, and now it's all crap. Yeah, that was the other thing I noticed uh, in the comments from the Tonight Show set. Was there people going, hey, how many, of you, how many of you are here from Rogan? Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. Which is so funny. It just describes the business perfectly. I'm on The Tonight Show, the 30 Rock, the biggest staple in, in late night comedy. And then people are like, I came here from a podcast. You know, that's, that's, the, that's comedy in 2019. It's so funny. It's showbiz now. Absolutely. Isn't that nuts? It's nuts. But hey, uh, enough bitching about it. Let's just accept it. I'm talking to myself here. Let's just accept <laughs> it and uh, use it and, and you know, let's live in the world that is happening around us instead of just going, can you believe a podcast gets you more? Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, that's just how it is now. So shut up and own it. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness for podcasts. Oh, They're fantastic. The best. Uh, something I noticed that someone tweeted to you and you replied to, which I thought was awesome. Uh-huh. And I, I don't. I don't know how I feel. When I first saw the guy's question, I'm like, really? Is that? Here's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was a guy coming that was uh, asking you about how much new material you were going to be doing right now because he'd came, he came to see you a year ago. Yeah. I sort of like get a little offended by that question. I'm sure. not the performer. Am I wrong? Like, No, no, you're right. But, I mean, the audience, they got us by the balls and they know it. And, yeah, they're going to apply it. They're going to apply pressure. You know, I mean, we need them and they know that. So do you think for a second I'm not going to reply to this? Of course, of course, but I I got no ego. I I got no self-worth. I have uh, no I really don't. So I'm like, yeah, it's mostly it's about 80% new. So please come by. I'd love for you to enjoy my show. I'm dead inside and I'm insecure. So yeah, come on by, fatty. And I hope he comes. Yeah. There's some people that won't put stuff on the internet that they're still performing. Yeah, those are uh You don't do that. They're, which they're, I don't which I'm Those totally are smart okay Secure people. <laughs> Those are good business people. Whereas me, I'm a I'm a guy selling an elixir on the fucking sidewalk with out of a truck, going, "Hey, here we go, folks! Anti aging cream. It'll make you feel good." And uh, please come, give me. I'll give you take a nickel. Kill, cure what ails you. Yeah, but a guy like you know a Segura or somebody like that is like, "Why would you do that? Why would you give away your material?" Louis would used to always say, "Like, stop putting your material up." But I'm like, "I'm not you. Mm-hmm. I don't have an Emmy. I don't have a TV show. I don't have a rape case. You know." <laughs> So, uh, this is five years ago, still. But 
Yeah, I'm like, I need to sell a ticket. He's like, you don't need to sell it. They'll come eventually. You just got to keep doing it. I'm like, ah, I live in Manhattan. I, I own an apartment. So my girlfriend likes money. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and plus, here's the clinker. I put out a special two, two, three years ago, three years ago on Comedy Central. Not a soul saw it. Not one gnat, bug, lice, Jew, nothing. Nobody saw it. And I said, all right, well, that was my big shot, my big wad. I threw it out in the wind. Nobody took it. So I said, fuck it. I'm taking all these clips. I'm paying some dweeb to put captions on them. And I'm putting them on uh, Instagram. And that did better than anything I've done in my career exposure-wise. You pay a dweeb to put the... <laughs> yeah, they got the captions. They up your views. I don't know. Forty percent. It has to. I. I. Yeah. It helps a lot. I don't know why. I guess it's a little screen and people watch on their phone and you can't hear everything. I. I don't know. But either way, if you don't do it, you're you're fucked. So I do it. Sure. Sure. And it ain't cheap. <laughs> but clearly worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth it in the back end. In the back end. What do? You, so I listened. I'm not a big. Uh, I like Joe Rogan. Yeah. But I don't listen. I don't like three-and-a-half-hour movies. I don't like three-and-a-half-hour podcasts. Sure, sure. For the most that. part. Yeah. So I don't normally listen to his show, but I did the one you were on. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. W- would you go YouTube or did you go True True Pod? True Pod. Nice. Listen, listen to it yep, while I'm doing other stuff. All right. Laughable app, if, as a matter of fact. I you ah. mentioned Laughable. Are you paying the fee? I am. Okay, look at you. You're a real member. I am. All right. And I... And I can be uh, cheap ass sometimes, and sure. didn't want to pay for something that is. You can you know get podcast apps for free all yeah. around town, and uh, but then I you know they, they 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 sold me on it. Like hey, we're guys just trying to make a living. We're big comedy fans, just like the you know you. Like I can I can connect to that. What's the? Can I ask what the money is? What is it a month or like a few bucks? Oh, like five bucks a month like or three something? a month three a month yeah. okay yeah that's fair yeah it's not much for every podcast ever yeah all right good organization yeah good everything. good what do you call it? algorithm mm-hmm. or uh i don't know what do you call that when it's like easy to uh navigate navigation yeah yes. you go in the uh subs- you know subscribe and the this and the that you can subscribe to people you can subscribe right. to certain podcasts particular podcasts whatever you want they're doing the Lord's work over there. <laughs> yes, they absolutely. But yeah, the the Rogan thing. Uh, I agree. I, I like Rogan as well. He's a sweet man. He's a cool guy. He's doing it his own way, and that's very commendable. But I I go by the guest. I go, oh, this guy seems interesting. I'll listen to that. Yeah. Oh, this gal seems fun. But I'm, I, you can't do every one. No, it's, Snowden. He, apparently, he has on this week. Is yeah. that one you go to and listen to? I listen to part of it. And uh, really, okay. He's so I was telling these guys, it's so. Uh, dense like he will pick apart a thing about privacy where you're like all right all right like there's some nuggets in here but it is heavy shit like he gives you every detail i i didn't listen to any of it yet but i read a couple paragraphs of a story someone who did uh listen to it and there was mm-hmm. something about oh your phones are always listening to you sure right? sure yeah yeah right now my phone's on the table <laughs> and it's hearing all these queefs and quacks <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna someday we'll use it against us in a oh of yeah, law. but for now, let's have a good time. So I was here last night. For oh, the show. I didn't know that. Yeah, Wednesday night show for I, sold out, Mark. I can't believe I sold out on Wednesday. I'm still shitting blood over the fact <laughs> that we got enough people in this <laughs> fucking club on a Wednesday. Wednesday, That's unheard of for me. I've heard you say 
Wednesdays suck doing showing up at a comedy club doing Wednesdays. I don't mind being here. I don't mind doing the show. I just hate leaving New York on a Wednesday morning because you lose the whole week. There's something mentally better feeling about a Thursday leave because at least you're in the back half of the week. So you're like, I got my Sunday in. I got my Monday in. I got my Tuesday. I got my Wednesday. But not leaving on a Wednesday, that means you only had Monday and Tuesday in New York. That's not enough. That's my bed. That's my city. Yeah. So... That's what I hate, but okay. I get it. I get it. But if I can sell out a Wednesday, that, that that makes it a lot better. And you did it. I can't believe it. Sold out tonight, Thursday. I can't. We sold out tonight with a, with a Vikings game. That's that, mind boggling. That's where I'll be. That's why I came last night. Ah, ah. true Minnesotan. Yes. Is yes, that what you said, sir. Minnesotan? Minnesotan. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sounded more local. Minnesotan. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I can't believe I'm still very grateful and uh, and it'll all fade away, you know, in two two months after the uh, Rogan polish wears off. I'm sure we're back to old paper, papered <laughs> rooms. What was there how, did you, what was the immediate uh you know, response to that? Did how did you notice it like the very next day? Just did you gain followers, sure. more comments on social media? It well, first of all, the comics. I feel like I hit like a a weird level up with the comics. Like everybody was a lot nicer to me. I've always been kind of a comics comic, I guess. But I was, you know, I had my my crew. But then I felt like people were at the store in L.A. were more accepting. Like, oh, you're you're one of us now. You did you, you did your Rogan. And I felt like the good fellow. You popped your cherry, you know. <laughs> and uh, hey, look at this kid. Yeah, and then you know you always feel like an outsider everywhere you go, especially in L.A. as a New York guy. And I, w- I remember going up on the main room stage after Joey Diaz or whatever, and they knew who I was, and I was like, oh shit, these people are on it. I did the podcast. It came out yesterday, and these people already know me. Like that felt cool. Wow. So it, it was a, definitely a game changer, and then the, the follows go way up, and the, obviously the seats are filling up. So it's I, I'm still basking in it, and it's still new and exciting. Uh, but, I, again, I've done a million TV things that nobody cared about, and then this is the thing that does it. But I was very prepared. I knew I was doing it for about a month and a half, and that every day I thought about it, like, I'll say this story. I'll have this in my back pocket. I want to I comment on this. This issue is, should be brought up. Blah, 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 blah. Really? Okay. Yeah, and I talked to a lot of people. who I talked to, like, the Legion of Skanks guys. I talked to List. I talked to all these people who had done Rogan, Schultz, and Tim Dillon, and all these guys. And yeah. They all gave me interesting different tips, and I, I took them all and, and absorbed it and put them into play when I was on the show. Honestly, Schultz is the only other one I've listened to in the last probably six months. Was oh, yours yeah. And the Are one you, he was on. Inchy, you a fan? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's done some uh, amazing things marketing wise. He's, he's great. Uh, he will he will forever hold a special place in my heart because the one time he was here and did the podcast afterwards, he was like, "Hey, what are you doing? Huh? Want to go grab something to eat? Wow! So he went out, bought me a burger, bought me a beer. Ah, yeah. look at that. Yeah, he's yeah. a good egg, uh, and he cares about comedy. And you know, in these weird, wacky climate times, I watched him on stage. Especially like more like a year ago when he was really starting to to sizzle, you know. Now I feel like everybody knows him, but maybe like a year and a half ago, he would just he was going on stage and saying shit where you're like, "Oh, I didn't know he could do that anymore." Like you, it kind of like opened my eyes. Like, all right, if you're doing, I I would wait for him to get off stage at the cellar and go, "Holy shit, that was that was great, man!" Like, 
do you get nervous about it? He's like, ah, what are you going to do? It's a stage. They can't they can't take that away. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, it's almost like when you see a guy do the four-minute mile, you're like, oh, all right, I'll try that now. Because <laughs> before, you couldn't picture it. Yeah. You know, and then you see a guy do it, you're like, all right, fuck it. I'll say what I want, too. It's attainable. It's attainable. It's attainable. And I, I, I commend him for doing that because it, it took guts. You don't – it's 2019 and people are – like, they're still – I don't. I was about to say barriers to break down, but that sounds fucking awful. But like, <laughs> dude, uh, you know, like it wasn't just uh, you know in the '60s and the '70s of people making waves. Like people can do it now. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, what's weird is we set up new waves. It's like, hey, why are we going back to waves? We we did the waves. We beat it. We got through it. We broke the barriers. Let's just keep them down. Why are we have? Why are we bringing up old barriers? <laughs> and then why is it comics bringing up old barriers? Yeah, well, that's what the too. fuck are we doing? And look, if you don't like a guy's act or you think a guy's offensive or mean or wrong, so be it. But you don't don't ruin him mm-hmm. or her. Just just let him just walk around and go, that guy's I don't like what he's doing. And that's it. Why do we have to publicly trash everybody and just just trash in your bedroom with your girlfriend or your boyfriend? And then and, and have a cup of coffee and go, this guy pisses me off. I hate him. That's how things should be. Why do we have to go on Twitter and go, I hate this guy, he should kill himself? You have no idea how many times I've thought that. As somebody who worked in radio, I realized that like the callers are can be a very important part of the radio show. Yeah. But I also feel like, don't you just come up with something and just want to tell your wife or yeah, your friend? Yeah. Or, like, just your confidant and not have to announce it to exactly. everybody in the public? Completely. Right? And look, if you, if you hate Trump, which you know a lot of people do, you hate Bernie Sanders, all right, go nuts, because that's like our... These are politicians. These are people that could make some changes and this and that. I get it. You get, be outspoken. But when it's a fellow comic doing it to another comic, that's when I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. We're all trying to buy dinner here. We're all trying yeah, to pay right. the rent. Yeah. You know, like you get what he's doing. You don't don't pretend like you've never said something horrible or tried to get a laugh. Like like when Louis' set got leaked and they're like, how could he say? I'm like, he's working it out. Right. Let him work it out. Like I used to skateboard, and I was a big skateboard douche. And, you know, to land a trick, you got to try it 50 million times. You, you roll your ankle, you fall over, you slip backwards, you bust your ass, you knock a tooth out. But nobody goes, what the hell are you doing? Are you fucking crazy? Like, no, eventually I'll land it. Yeah. It's the same with a joke. I'm going to say it this way. I'm going to twist it. I'm going to turn that. I'm right. going to change the order. No, it wasn't fair. Me, when, when I'm going to try to land it. He, when he was doing those jokes, there was a... a uh... Like the imaginary net was out. He was yeah, wearing full pads. Of course. Yeah. And they know that. That's what bothers me. I'm like, you know what he's trying to do. And yes, he said some horrible shit, but he's a comic. Mm-hmm. And then they go, well, I'm allowed to be upset. Yes, you are. But you also shouldn't call him a, a bad person for telling a, an offensive joke. We've done these weird things where we add up. You know, we, we make this equation like, all right, you said a joke about Chinese people. That means you hate Chinese. Well, how'd we get here? I don't hate Chinese. I made a joke. What are you, insane? Like, let me shoot a Chinese guy, or let me not hire a Chinese guy. Then we'll do the whole you hate. That's a little better evidence. Mm-hmm. A joke? Ah, I mean, I could do this all day. <laughs> but we're, we're so weird about reality now. Like, like we'll all sit down and pop popcorn for the Michael Jackson documentary where he fucks kids. But then if you do a pedophile joke, people are like, whoa, whoa, that's over the line. Like, no, 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 no. That documentary you were foaming at the mouth to see, that's over the line. I couldn't even watch it. It was too heavy. But I'll do the jokes all day long because they're jokes. Right. Ah! <laughs> well, all we do is watch the news all day. 
And it's just bombing, war, pedophilia, harassment, death, school shootings. And we watch that for 18 hours a day. It's a constant feed in our eyeballs. Yep. And then somebody does a joke about fat people, and we go, holy shit, I can't, I can't, my ears are bleeding. I can't believe what I'm hearing. It's like, what are you, crazy? What is it fun? What's a joke? Mark Norman, Sorry. the world's only hater of fat people. <laughs> I got fat. My family's fat. I have nothing but, ah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. This guy's. Fat shaming. Yeah, I am. But that's nothing. Last night during the show, at one point, you pointed out a woman. Oh, no. Somebody was gone from their seat. And yeah. you were like, oh, did I say something? To, right, right. Uh, did I, you? I'm sure I did. You sure you did? You don't know? Well, I had already done fat jokes, school shooting jokes, and pedophilia jokes. And I look <laughs> over and she was gone. I was like, well, chances are it was either all three or one of those three. Or two of those three. But either way, she was gone. Well, I, I, did, she never came back. I was no. far enough back. I couldn't tell. I, I checked in every four minutes. Okay, because it, I don't want to upset people. That's the weird thing. It, and it sucks to have a dark sense of humor. I guess, or I think most comics do. You know, I made eight Holocaust jokes just sitting at the bar with with the staff ten minutes ago. You know, and look, they're all we're all giggling. It's they're like, still laughing. Yeah, like what do you think? I like the Holocaust. I just, you know, it's a joke. I'm just we're. I feel like as a comic. Our palate is numb, and I got to put a lot of hot sauce on my sentence just to feel anything. Mm -hmm. And I like hot sauce, and a lot of people don't. White people, mostly, ironically. (laughs) And it's like, all right, well, just because you don't like Tabasco, don't take it away from us. Mm -hmm. So that's a weird analogy, but you get it. How often are have you ever sat and you, you know you're about to shoot out a tweet or you're working on a joke and like there's one word that's that you're hung up on oh, like yeah. oh this is gonna fuck this is gonna trigger somebody right. I better tweak it a little yeah all, all, all day long that happens right and that sucks because now you're fucking with my art you know as pretentious as that sounds <laughs> but also Rogan said art okay there you go but also <laughs> let me just say this as a comedian as a writer of comedy. I've done like these TV gigs where you like you can't say that word, so you have to get creative and change up the word, which is like dick or fuck or queef or whatever, and say something clean uh, that still has to be funny. And I think that is takes some real creativity. And sometimes by doing that, you get a better punchline because it's not as easy. Sure. And so there is, you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm I think clean comedy is incredibly impressive. Yeah. So. I'm not against uh, cleaning up for TV. I get it. It's the censors and FCC and all that shit. But, like, I'm just saying, just because my whole point is if I make a Holocaust joke, it doesn't mean I'm pro-Holocaust. That's my uh, thesis. <laughs> when when Joe List was here, I asked him about something that I know you know about, and he had no clue. It was one of these things. You know, like, I bring stuff up on here and throw it out there, hope you yeah. know, there's no like pre-interview. I don't know for sure I'm going to get a good reaction of something I'm bringing up. Uh-huh. I brought up something and he was like, "Nope, I have no idea what that is." Mm. Try uh, me. Truly tasteless joke books. Oh yeah, of course. And you are part of some. Are you in the documentary that I've seen advertised? Uh, I'm in a documentary. I don't know if it's that one. Okay. But I, I some guy hit me up and said, "You want to talk about offensive jokes or dirty jokes?" And I said, "Sure." Yeah. So I don't know if it's that one, but I'm in a couple of those. So maybe. Do you, did you ever have those books? When oh, you were a kid? I never had them, but I, I've seen them on toilet seats and <laughs> and at parties on a coffee table. Those were great. Those were a lot of fun, and it feels like you, if you had that now, it'd be considered like a 
hate speech Bible, you know? Oh, my God. Could I, I have uh, kids. I can't imagine. Like, what if they found my copy, brought it to school? Oh, God, I know, but it was great. It was like Polak and Native American jokes and black people jokes, and it was great. It was fun. It was- <laughs> Italian stuff. It was- Before that, I knew no... Italian stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That that was my first introduction to them. Isn't that funny about stereotypes? I think about this all the time, about how they're, like, you know, forbidden and offensive and all that, but we all know everyone. Yeah, oh, yeah. That says a lot. There's something to that, you know? It's -hmm. it's almost like the we know the sounds barnyard animals make, but we don't have any barnyard animals, but we still know the cow goes moo. Mm -hmm. It's the same. We know... Uh, Jews are cheap, or uh, you know, I'm not saying they are, but we know the stereotype. Yeah. We know uh, black people can't swim, or whatever. It's funny that we 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 can't ever say these. They're forbidden. They're taboo. But yeah, we know them all. Yeah, I find that fascinating. Yeah. If we handed out a pop quiz to everybody yes. in the audience, they would all get a ninety to a hundred. Yes, everyone. Uh huh. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. It could I, be like one of those uh, match the term. Yes. With the, yeah. Yes. Drawn arrow. And that's I, what I love about comedy is I'm not saying these are true, but I'm saying you know them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I will use them in my act sometimes because I need you all to get it. Yes. You know what I mean? I have a joke in my act that I shouldn't give it away, but I say uh, I met a nice girl on that Jewish app. What's the Jewish app? Uh, PayPal. And that joke is wildly offensive, wildly stereotypical. And it kills because people know what the hell I'm talking about. And I don't I have no dog in that fight. I'm not like, I gotta get this out there, the Jews are cheap, I gotta I gotta you know, hit the bell on this one or, or whatever, pull the horn string. I just do it because I know they'll get it. Yeah. I was sitting near a woman who last night who of course answered it. Uh, it's J Date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always that's why it's fun to throw that joke out because they think they know. They're like, I'm a comic. Do you think I'm not gonna have a punchline here? Do you think I want the answer? Oh, you just came up with you just suddenly had had this question that needed yeah. to be answered that there's no joke behind it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, that's a weird yeah. way to break up the set, but I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, another pod I listened to you on was uh, Doctor Drew. Oh, that just came out. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun one. I really kind of went off on that one. <laughs> I, I grew up listening to that guy, so Who it was didn't? really cool. Yeah, Love Line, loved it. Uh, big fan of him and Adam. I uh, so that was exciting. And so part of the conversation you guys had is he was like, oh, I think, I think I've seen you, or maybe I haven't. I'm going to be in New York soon. I'm going to come. So that was recorded a few weeks ago. Yeah. And he said he was going to be in New York. Did he come and see he you? He has not been yet. Okay. But I think he's still coming. And he got my number, and I'm like, the, the, the amount of phone numbers I have on my phone now, or not the amount, the, the, the people, the stature, the level of, of celebrity I have on my phone now is pretty, pretty good. I'm getting a pretty good hero collection in here. I got what? Seinfeld, you know, I got, you know, Louie, I've got Dr. Drew, I've got Gaffigan, I've got all these guys, like Kumail, you know, Pete Holmes, all these people who are just, like, blown up, I still have their numbers. Can we put them all in a group chat? Sure, <laughs> sure, that'll be fun. Uh, you brought his name up. I've heard you tell the story, but can you talk about the Seinfeld? I saw sure. the, the video. It's got... I feel like people are getting sick of this story, but I'll, I'll just I'll just cliff note it. Sure. Uh, saw me, I think, on the Tonight Show. The, the set I said was, I think, my best Tonight Show set ever. And I, I often imagine him watching my new one and being like, ugh, God, that set killed me. But either way, <laughs> he saw me to, on Tonight Show, and then I happened to be on a show with him at the club at Gotham. 
And uh, he got off stage, and I was I had to follow him, which is never fun, because you know you, you follow Seinfeld, that's like pee time, you know. How often is he stopping in the clubs? He stops in the Gotham probably four times, uh, three times a month. Really? So he's 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 working it out. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he likes that room. I don't. I think he, you know they treat him well. He feels safe. They walk him in. They walk him out. But. Uh yeah he he went on and did a set came off and I was like shit I got I was trying, you know trying to get my head right like all right I gotta follow Seinfeld that's a different kind of set than just doing a set yeah and uh, he walked off and I was in my head a little bit and I go hey you still got it and he goes hey I'm a fan and I go what he goes yeah I'm a fan of yours and I go get the fuck out of here and I I you know I assumed he left and I was so beaming I mean just to have a interaction with him is insane because you know. He's Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And yeah. so I was just like, oh, my God. Not only did I talk to Seinfeld, not only did we look at each other and say a couple sentences back and forth, but he said he's a fan of mine. Get the fuck. And I thought, if this ends right here, I'll be uh, happy for the rest of my life. I'm set. And then I did a set, and I had a, I guess I was beaming. I had a hot set, and I got off, and he watched, and he was like, let's go talk. And I was like, oh, my God. And that was it. Amazing. I think about text. We we hung out for like an hour and change, and I th- got his number, and I tell you that he suggested take he my number. Suggested, right? of course. I would never ask. Hey, let me get your uh, digits. What's your address? Hit me with the digits. Yeah, you got any photos of your children? <laughs> but um, yeah, we we chatted, and he's just a regular comic. He's a Long Island guy who likes baseball and cars, and uh, yeah, we 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 uh, we texted that night. It was insane. It was like a hot date, you it's, know? Yeah. So how do you? I uh, was there ever a point where you're like, okay, am I supposed to be the one who sends the last text? When is this over? There's all right? that, all that spell checking. That's dumb. <laughs> Delete that. What are you thinking? He doesn't know about that. He doesn't care about that. You know, I remember I sent is him. Is he a U- gonna think this is funny? Exactly. I sent him a YouTube link, and I was like, he's 65. Does he know what this is? Like how that works? But I was like, ah, he's a smart guy. What are you doing? So. I think about texting me every every passing day. I'm like, maybe I'll write him today. And I go, ah. And then every now and then I'll get a wild hair up my ass and be like, ah, fuck it. Just send it. And then I regret it. So, yeah, it's a it's a constant battle. It's like a hot girl. It really is. It's like a girl you're in love with. You're just like, maybe I'll send it. No, no, no. And then you start thinking, no, just be yourself. And you're like, ah, but myself isn't that great. Right, right. You know, yeah. now, now you're in a shame spiral and you're crying at an airport. <laughs> He hates me. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, uh-huh. A lot of regret. He's one of these, like, I'll get back to you when I can, guys. So it could be three days. So those three days are just, ugh. What does he mean, when he can? Mm-hmm. But I'm a big fan of the comedians in cars getting coffee. And he did Sebastian. And Sebastian was like, I got to tell you, you're a horrible texter. And he goes, well, what do you want? I- I'm I'm working or I'm doing that. I can't just drop everything to text you back. So and you feel better about that. I was like, oh. <laughs> I felt like that was for me. <laughs> I, I and a couple of people tweeted at me like, "Did you see this clip?" And I was like, "You goddamn right, I saw it." <laughs> so it's not just me. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> also in that that episode, he invites Sebastian over for dinner, and I remember being like, "Wow, I would love that." Yeah, but I'm opening for him in about uh, two weeks. Oh, I was going to ask you, like, yeah. is it going to lead to opening? Yeah, which. Uh, no shit. You know, it's terrifying, and I'm going to run the set. It's got to be obviously a clean set. i got to buy a suit. It's the Beacon Theater. It's, you know, the whole thing. So, How long of a set will you do in front of him? I'll do 15, hot 15, and I guess bring him out. And At a theater? Yeah, and I'm not worried about the set. I'm worried about the hang. You want it to go well. You know, you want him to have you back. 
You want to you want them to like you. You want to make them laugh, but you don't want to be too on, but you don't want to be boring. So obviously, obviously, I'm, I'm, you're going to talk to somebody else that's open for him. Yeah, I already talked to Tom Ryan Papa. Hamilton. Yeah, well, Ryan Hamilton. I'm going to talk to Papa as well. Um, but I'm I, here's the thing: is like we get along when we're texting when we were hanging out. I felt like oh, we're we're simpatico. But I'm such a bigger piece of shit than he is. I like. Fucking, I like jizz and porn and booze and drugs and, you know, horrible words. I like racist jokes. I like anal. I like all this <laughs> shit. I'm from New Orleans. I'm a southern cunt. You know, I, uh, I'm i a rabble rouser. Yeah, I, I want to get somebody in a headlock and put my finger up their ass. The yeah, mm-hmm. and he's this family guy, Long Island, squeaky clean suburban, you know, sitcom, America's icon kind of thing. And uh, so... I gotta, you know, I gotta watch myself. But then people say, "Be you, gotta be you," and I'm like, "I don't know, I don't know." I I lost my virginity to a prostitute for crying out loud, you know. (laughs) So, have you fought? uh, Have you resisted the urge to ask him about Seinfeld TV show stuff, or have you? I resisted because I know the show. I mean, I'm like an autistic kid with a with a Rubik's cube. I know that thing back to front, forward, back. I got the DVD extras. I know everything about Larry David. I know every line. I know who wrote every episode. I know who directed. I know the whole thing. And obviously, I want to bring it up because it's his creation. But you know, nobody wants to hear that shit. Have you ever crossed paths with Larry David? Once, once. Fun story about him. I was at Amy Schumer's wedding, and he was there. Now, he's my all-time hero. He's like, like Seinfeld, you know, huge, special, great comic, the whole thing. But Larry David is like my, he's my, like, Beatles, you know, Mount Rushmore hero hero. Okay. And I went to Schumer's wedding, and they, we have to pull up in a line. It was in Malibu. I got a rental car. I'm waiting in line. There's, like, a gate, and you got to talk to the guy to get in the gate. So there's a line of cars. So I'm waiting, and I'm, like, sixth in line. I look behind me. There's a Prius. It's Larry David and his daughter in the car behind me. And I see him fumbling for something, and it looks like a curb app. I'm looking at my rearview mirror. He's like, ah, where's the fucking invitation? God damn it, this suit. Like, he's doing right, right. something, and he's pissed off. And I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't even think I couldn't even think straight. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in front of Larry David. How did my life get to this thing, you know? And then we go in the gate. I'm just – I can't take my eyes off him. And uh, at one point, Amy – he was sitting at a table, and I was standing, like, 10 feet away. And Amy goes, by the way, do you know Mark? And he was like, oh, no, how you doing? And he waved to me, and I waved. And she goes, he's a really funny comic. And he goes, oh, yeah. And that was it. But I'll take it. And then I saw him talking to a hot actress, and they left together. I'm not going to say who. But, yeah, he's, you know, he's. Somebody who needed a ride home in a Prius. Yeah. Well, he's pushing 70, and he's, you know, he's lucid and sober. So he was smooth. I I watched. I actually took a photo of him talking to her secretly that I'll show you (laughs) later. And uh, she ain't ain't no... uh, uh, slouch, okay. this lady. Interesting. So uh, we'll all have a good laugh looking when these mics for- turn off. Sure, I'm looking forward to that, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, let me, where are we in time? Uh-oh, sorry. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, no, we're going to wrap this up. No, um, I want to talk to you about your mode of transportation in New York now. Ooh. Here's the thing. So I've listened to you. You have a 
uh, I've listened to you talk about getting a moped. Yeah. And then on the drive over here, <laughs> I didn't get to the end of your the most recent episode of Tuesdays with Stories, so I don't know how this thing ended. Oh, you're getting an exclusive because I'm getting a zillion tweets about this. Okay, so I'm kind of on a cliffhanger here. So yeah. let me know. Where, what's the status of the moped? All right, Mark? well, just to run through it, I had a moped. I had it locked up with two locks and a chain wrapped around a telephone pole on the sidewalk with a cover in a nice neighborhood. And then I walk out one day to go catch a flight, and it's gone. The whole thing is gone. There's not a, there's not a b- broken lock. There's not a cover f- strewn about. It's all gone. It wasn't like Pee Wee's Big Adventure right. where the chain right. links are exactly. still sitting there. I feel like him because I love this bike so much, and Francis is after me, and Francis is the government. <laughs> but uh, So I go, fuck, because you, know, you have this dilemma, but you got to catch a flight. So I had to leave. So now I'm leaving, so you feel guilty. It's almost like your kid's in jail, but you're like, oh, i got to go to work, bitch. <laughs> so I come back. I find I talk to a cop. He's like, it's 50-50. It's stolen, impounded. So I go to the impound. It's there. So then you try to get it out. They're like, you don't have the right paperwork. So now I had to go to the M- a DMV, get the paperwork, got the paperwork, but they need insurance. So now I had to go back and insurance. It's been a whole rigmarole. The city just knows how to fuck you right up the pooper. But that's why Minnesota is so nice. There's no pooper f- raping. It feels like you guys are just nice people that well, drink you, and You haven't been here fuck. long enough. All right, all right. I mean, the snow will, will rape you here. Mm-hmm. You guys are getting raped by Snowden. But um, so I... Uh, what was the city's problem with it? I don't, well, I don't get it. You can't it, just sit there on a... In my defense, I'm a, I do everything illegally. I'm a big thief. I'm a cunt. I didn't have a plate on it. No, no license plate. Oh, did it you have an intention reg- of getting a plate? No. It wasn't registered. I've Wait been driving minute. it after having many cocktails. I don't have a helmet. I parked on a sidewalk. I chained it up. I mean, everything was illegal. This was completely your fault. <laughs> completely my fault and uh, still is. Okay. So I got what I need to get registration-wise, but you can't get the plate without insurance. So now I had to get insurance, but I also had to come to a Wednesday show. <laughs> so I didn't have enough days in the week because I spent, I don't know, 20 hours at the DMV over two days. And, you know, Yuck. you got to do shows at night. you got to do a podcast. you got to do other stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I had to get out of there, and now it's been there two weeks, and it fucking the fine goes up every day every you day. leave it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really get anally fisted on this bill. But you're you're not giving up. You're no. Gonna get back. And I'll tell you, man, when I saw it in that impound, in that dark, dank warehouse, sitting next to a bunch of scooters that have been there since the Reagan era, <laughs> you know, it looked skinny and wet and disheveled. I was like, ah, oh, my pork baby. I just want to give you a hug. I know, and I think about it every day, and uh, I'll get it I'll get it back, because at least I know where it is. Yeah. And the money is, is uh, you know, I can make that back. So after all the fines and everything, yeah. will the the um, the value of this moped will have gone up like triple? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think because so, I think they they roughed it up a little bit. Oh you know? no! Yeah, they threw it in the truck, and it's it's a squirrely little machine. It's very light and thin, so I think they just kind of threw it in there. And I, I, when I when I found it, it was soaking wet. I was like, ah, why is this wet? And one of the gauges looked a little crooked. I don't know. The whole thing just looked a little squirrely. So. I don't know, but I'll get whatever repairs I got to get because I really like the thing. I was reading story uh, story this morning about moped gangs. Oh yeah, they, in, they're out there. Yeah, in London they are so like they've they've been so bad uh, in the last I don't know was it five or six years or something that they have a special task force just to stop moped thieves. These guys go around, what? they steal a moped, 
Oh no! Put a different put a different plate on it. Oh no! And then they'll go in uh, like in a crowd, and somebody's you know staring at their phone, not paying attention. They go up right next to them, rip it out of their hands, and oh wow! And take off. Police in London. I was reading this. I can oh, show no. you the uh, paragraph. I was reading. They actually have gone in their vehicles and rammed mopeds off the road to stop them. Wow! Can you imagine? Oh man! You, you think moped? You think it's some? Queef on a Vespa. You don't really right? think these badass uh, degenerates. But I mean, I don't organized know. crime. Yeah, <laughs> I, but a moped is such an underrated vehicle because it. I don't need to go seventy eight on a hog down the highway. What am I doing? I'm going to, a, to do a comedy set. You know, so it's perfect for Manhattan. The city's fourteen miles long, two miles wide, the whole island. So I'm just zipping around. You park on the sidewalk. Those those big ass bikes. They're so loud. You got to park it in the street. I don't know who needs it. Have you ever had a car living in New York? No, I have not, and I wouldn't get one. I love cars. I would love a car. I, I, I look at Beamers and Porsches all day on sure. the internet. But I would, I wouldn't get it unless I was pretty loaded financially. Because you got to get the, the the fucking you know the garage, and then you got to park it every day. You got to move it. You got to do this, do that. You got insurance. It's too much. So, do you get a car on the road sometimes just to have one? I'll do it when I have to, but I don't. I don't like the commitment. I don't like the responsibility of it, and I like to drink. <laughs> so I don't want to do that whole thing. Although I am a hell of a drunk driver. It's one of my skills. <laughs> I only have like four skills. Something to be very proud of. Yeah, well, New Orleans, uh, getting a DUI is like getting a bar mitzvah. Yeah. It's going to happen when you're 14, whether you want it or not. <laughs> it's your quinceanera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Halloween is next week. Yes. What was Halloween like in New Orleans? Oh, it's great. New Orleans is a great city for anything like that. You know, it's just rowdy and everybody dresses up. We all go to Frenchman Street, which is a street kind of outside the French Quarter. And... It's just everybody goes full bore on the costume. I'm talking, you know, like if you're going to be Marge Simpson, you got the the six-foot blue wig, you got the red shoes, the pearls, the green dress. You paint yourself yellow, which I might be offensive. Yeah, yellow face. Uh, So people go all out. And then you can drink outdoors there. And it's always a hot town, so everybody's drinking and just – you know, you're like, oh, there's Batman, there's the Tin Man, there's a uh, Family Guy, Stewie, or whatever. Like it, it's just great, and and it's fun. It's fun in New York too, because you get on the train, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, look, there's the Joker, there's uh, Obama, or whatever. It's fun. You sure they're in costume? It's not. <laughs> you never know. New Yorkers. That's, that's the funny thing about New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> Could be anybody. Did you see the Joker? By the way, I have not. I'm the only American who hasn't seen it. Mm, I'm. You haven't either? I have not. All right. I just read that uh, your buddy Sam is in the movie. Morell is in the movie. Sam is in it. Gary Gullman is I in it. had no idea. Chris Red is in it. Uh, Greer Barnes is in it. Yeah, they, uh, they apparently Todd Phillips, who I think is fucking brilliant, he likes comics. So he threw these guys a bone. I yeah, love it. Yeah, all I'd heard of was Marin, and then I'm oh, reading Marin more about too, it. Oh, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, cool guy. Sam's a beast. I, I don't know why he's not more famous. But he'll get there. He'll get there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's in it. A real treat. I think somebody, somebody saw him at the cellar and was like, put this guy in. Like, that's how moved they were by yeah, his yeah. performance. I very, think. Something like that. Very cool. I, before we wrap this up, I need to say that, you know, I come to a lot of shows here. I, we do a new podcast every week. I try to come as much as possible, before, you know, the week of to see a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
door, first of all, like we talked about or I mentioned earlier, sell out on a Wednesday. That doesn't always happen. Very proud. Uh, so you should be very proud of that. Thank and you. And clearly, this is what I'm getting to, clearly a lot of your crowd was here last night. Oh, good. And, I mean, there's a... You think so? The Mark, the... When when people are you know killing up on there's a there's just a sound that's different. Mm. The 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 laughter the roars out of this crowd last night are they're the ones that are how do I say it they they were your fans walking in here. Oh, I can all, I can I can I don't I don't think I'm wrong. I think I, I can hear that. It. I really think I can hear that. Hey, you're very nice. Did did you like after the show? You're outside. How did? Yeah, I shake all the the babies out there, but uh, did you I, notice twos gays? Were a lot here of twos last gays. Night? Yeah, but I, I w- never. I'm such a cunt. I never buy it. I'm like, he probably listened to one and he knew to say that. And but you know, every now and then you get the one guy who's like, "Praise Allah, Queef," and you're like, "All right, he's a real fan." Yeah. Uh, ironically, just some guy coming here from me going, "Praise Allah," it's <laughs> a good thing. But, I have no uh, idea who you are, but yeah, praise Allah. Yeah. So it, it's really sweet, and it, boy, we, me and all my friends have put so much work into this, so it's so rewarding seeing that and 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 you know maybe i got a weird take on comedy but for somebody to get that take is really really special yeah so that means uh, a lot i i i might not be wrong in saying that you'll you'll be moving on to theater soon right? Woo! I, I really hey come on let's not get crazy there sloppy joe <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate. When it. When you I, sell out this many shows in a row at a club, yeah, yeah. But I think it's gonna fizzle. I think I gotta, I gotta keep going. It's like Instagram. All right, they're they're showing up now, but in a week it could be gone. So we gotta keep writing, baby. You know what? That's gonna lead my. That's the last thing I want to ask about. All so right. just with all this, you know, like uh, you do this, and you, you get a bump from that, and a bump from that, and the Seinfeld thing, Rogan, everything. What type of pressure does that? Did it has that put on yeah, you? Yeah, well, I'm such a low life. Like, well, now these guys think I good, think I'm funny. Now people that like Seinfeld hear that he thinks I'm funny. Well, shit. Yeah. And now I got to be funny to those people. Completely. You know, you ever have that thing? And this is how bad my brain is. You ever have that thing where you're like, oh, that girl, I really like that girl. I want to go talk to her. I want her to like me or whatever. And then somebody goes, she likes you. And now all of a sudden you're nervous. You're like, why? Why wasn't I not nervous before? But now that I know she likes me, because now I got something to lose. Yes. You know, when, yes. when she didn't like me, yes. I could win her over maybe, or not win her over, but I'm back to square one. But if she likes you, then you're like, oh! And it, it's the same when somebody gets off stage and they go, this crowd is fucking killer. They're going to love you. And I go, oh, I'm going to bomb now, because I, I could I could ruin it. I like to get the crowd. So uh, I'll, I have to do this thing where I, I shut my brain off, or where people go, it's sold out. It's all your people. They're dying to see you. That's when I choke. You know, and that's what happened with the Tonight Show. I go, I've done it a million times. It's the hottest crowd. It's Tonight Show, and I choked. Mm-hmm. So I got to learn to just shut the f- – all you want is success, then you finally get success, and it scares the hell out of you. <laughs> so I got to stay straight here and keep on it and just tamp that evil voice down. I got mm-hmm. I got that, that – my evil voice is so confident. I'm not confident, <laughs> but the voice is. I'm like, how would you get confident? Yeah, you need a piece of that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? That could be a bit maybe. Eh? All right, we're writing. Yeah, there we go. This is how material is formed. Is there uh, anything else we should be mentioning, or just that, that people need to come buy the last few tickets we got here? Follow yeah. you all over uh, social media. Go see you in other cities if you're there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, support live comedy, and, and please, for the love of jizz, show it some respect. It's, I mean, look, there's a lot of hacks out there. There's a lot of bad comics out there ruining it for everybody. So people show up to a show and they go, well, we'll never do this again. This guy's just talking about his asshole for three hours. So 
But if you like a guy, give a give it a Google. You know, if you go, who's this Mark guy? Give me a Google. I'm all over YouTube. Get a taste. Don't just come in here and go, Jesus Christ, he's got eight minutes on pedophilia. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. All right? So just learn a little bit, and then don't heckle, don't yell, don't talk. And if you don't like the show, just leave. You're allowed to leave. You're allowed to hate me. I hate me. I get it. <laughs> so just go. But don't ruin it because you don't like it. And, you know, just, uh, I don't know. You know, be nice to people and listen to podcasts and get a Tuesdays hobby. with stories. If you don't, they, if you don't like Mark, there's Joe List. There you go. <laughs> here, here. Yeah, we got Joe List, and I got a podcast called Tuesdays with Stories, and it's on iTunes. And check that out, and listen to my Rogan, and uh, follow me on all the uh, tweets and the instas and the anal's and the grinders. And uh, yeah, I'll see you all in hell. Praise Allah. Thank you.